Good morning, bless the Lord, saints of God. Pastor Tony here from Triple C Devotionals, Cathedral Christian Church Online Podcast. We greet you in divine love this morning as we get ready to go into the word of God and let the Lord have his way. We trust that God will be a blessing to not only myself, my wife, and every listener that will download our podcast, but we pray that it will be spiritual food for your souls. Come on, let's open in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we Thank you, first and foremost, for being upright and mobile. We desire to share the word of God on this podcast, on this good day in the Lord, in Jesus Christ's name, on this October the 4th, 2020. We pray blessings upon the words. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. And may every listener download the podcast, be blessed by it, share it with somebody, let them know how to get to it, that they can follow the Triple C devotional as we want this global message to get out to bless somebody because it's free. Father, we bless now in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 5 and we're going to read verses 2 through 11 this morning. And I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible and I'll translate and paraphrase as I try to every time I do a podcast. So permit me to read from 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 2. Through 11. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk about seeking whomever, whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who have called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Last verse, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. This podcast is titled, God Still Care. God Still Care. We see the pandemic COVID-19 and all of the things that's attributed to it globally around the world. We got to understand in the first instance in where God wasn't pleased with people in this life, he allowed the earth to be eradicated by the flood. And this time he said, with the rainbow symbolizing, it'll never flood upon the earth again, but it be by fervent heat, which exemplifies and talks about fire. We see right now, California and all the states are out of control, but that's not the end. This is not the end, according to scripture. These are symbolists of the end. God's giving fair warning to the people in America and around the world that he's watching what we're doing. We have to be critically careful. 
I always try to hit and ping on the clergyman. Why? Because I have found, and you heard me read it today, that we're not to do it for filthy lucre, but we're to have a ready mind. But that's not what we see most time. We see Pope try to acquire all and amass this wealth for whatever their reason is. Not for me to judge, but to preach and to love. But I find when I said it last podcast, it literally will be harder for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter to the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because the love of that money is the root of the evil that will cause a man to sell out his family just to make riches and wealth. The love of that money will cause you to give up all the things that God has told you and taught you just to try to make a status in this world to show somebody that you've arrived. The book of Matthew says this way, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and yet lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know, at it saying, people say, well, I sold my soul to the devil. Why? Just to try to get a promotion. So you would rather step up and on the backs or put your knee on the neck of somebody to try to make yourself look better than to do what? God doesn't honor that. But this is what we do experience. People right now, as we just talk about it, we was just clicked off the television a little bit and knowing that the presidential folks and all of their uh, people that support them are now testing rapidly positive for this COVID, this pandemic, but yet they still take it loosely and take it lightly and they still say it's fake news and the devil is a liar. We know it because we've experienced the ability to not go and attend the funeral normally. Not to go and be able to support people, to be careful where we go, what we do, who we're around. Because statistics said this thing has manifested in over 20 different formats, but yet we can't put our finger on it. The thief, the Bible says, John chapter 10, verse number 10, says the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus says, but I am come that they might have life and that life more abundantly. Let me just hit this for a moment. He said that they might. What does that mean? Because Christ via God and the Holy Ghost will never ever force you to do anything that you don't want to do. That's not free will. That's not free spirit. You don't have a choice at that point. But the God we serve is such a God that has allowed us to disregard the word, to disregard prayer, to disregard loving folk, if that's what we choose to do. But remember, you reap what you sow. That's why I try to be very careful, and I do. I'm human just like everybody else, but I've learned through study and discipline. I got to be careful how I'm feeling and what I spew out of my mouth because life and death resides in the power of the tongue, and God has given us the ability to speak some things into existence. So we must be critically careful, child of God, what we say. The Bible says in the book of James, be slow to speak quick to listen, slow to anger. Why? And let me go into the scriptures now. That's kind of a stage setting for where we're going. So there's a few things God woke me up this morning as I've been asking, and I always do. And I want you to hear me real clear. I don't know what to share to the people of God. God has to give a word that will first cut me, and sometimes it will cut others. That's the two-edged sword that we speak of. It cuts going and cuts coming back. But it's not to cut you to kill you. It's not to cut you to make you bleed that you bleed out. It's the kind of spiritual cut that will give you that, that lesson that you need to learn so that you won't keep repeating the same behavior that you can pass the test. We're striving to pass tests. We want to make A's. 
not Fs. Amen. So there's a few things that Peter, the author of this chapter, writes to us via God. And the first thing is to the clergy, to me, for me to feed the flock of God. No longer have a physical structure, no longer have a full congregation of people, but I still classify and categorize as Pastor Tony because that spirit is in me. For the Bible says, he who desires the office of a bishop desires the good work. No, I don't have a full-fledged conversation or congregation, but that's okay because the people that I meet, as God has repurposed me and how I share this gospel, I pray that my words be fewer, but they be wiser. I pray that when I get the opportunity to share what I know I believe, that whether you take it, believe it or not, that's your choice, but if I'm prompted to tell you, I'll tell you what I know and I'll leave it there. What you do with it is on you. So that's what he says, to feed the flock of God. Now, I want to set the stage, too, as we get ready to talk about how God still cares for us. Trouble will always come, but it can't stay. Trouble going to come. We talk about the storms of life. You either in a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or you're preparing to go into a new storm. So let's not get it twisted. You got to experience these things in life because other than that, how will you know that God is your God in faith if you never go through nothing? So here's the first thing. When you talk about trouble, talk about situations, you talk about life experiences, you got to understand what the scripture says. He says in this way, after we feed you the flock, we feed you the word of God. When trouble comes, when the things happen, you got to first humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. What does that mean? So the first point I want to make is when you humble yourself first, he can exalt you in his time. What does that mean? Y'all have heard me say in some of my sermon podcasts with that you can come on and soar with the eagles with me or you can settle with the crows. That means in this translation that when you humble yourself and God exalts you, he rises you spiritually above every earthly situation that's set out to destroy your mind, your message, your money, and your way of living. When you allow God, when you just say, you know what, I'm weak. When I'm weak, as, as Paul said, then you become spiritually strong. So that's the first thing. And no, he cares enough. He's letting you go through, but he's not letting you go through to see you destroyed while you're in your valley experience. He's allowing you to go through so he wants you to humble yourself and realize that some of us say, as I decrease, he increases. Amen. And trust me, in time, he'll rise you above your enemy. In time, he'll make them become your footstool. In time, you will watch them and they'll become no more a factor in your daily presence. They'll be there, but they'll be just what? Like a mere shadow. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death. Those people, they're not deaf. It's a shadow of it. They can't stop you. They can't mess your blessing up because what God's got for you is for you. But sometimes you got to go through it, amen, to get it. And if he gets you to it, he'll get you through it. Amen. In the name of the Lord. So that's the first thing. The second thing, which is what we want to talk about, casting all your cares upon the Lord. Verse 7 says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. I want to point out today in this podcast, you must understand that you got to care and cast it. Casting means just don't politely bring it. You got to get vengeful in your throat. 
You got to get that anger. You got to get that malice. You got to get that strife. You got to get that frustration. You got to get all the things that bundle you up and cause your day to be impacted. And you got to run to the edge of that water and throw it as hard as you can to get it away from you. Amen. Like what? Your pains, your anger, your frustrations. Who do you throw it on? Christ. He said his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. Why do you think Jesus died on the cross for you? Do you think he did it symbolically just to do it symbolically? No, he did it real time over 2,000 plus years ago. Why? So that you, when you realize that you can't bear it, the old saints would say, the good Lord ain't going to put no more on you than you can bear. What does that mean? That means that he knows your limitations. He designed you. He made you. You can't compare how you handle situation to everybody else. You're going to fail. You can't do what I do. I can't do what you do. I can do a semblance of what you do, but I'm not you. I know how much I can handle because I don't know what you can handle because I'm not your creator. So you learn to cast it all up on you. That's, that's, the, that's the second thing. First thing, humble yourself. Second thing, to cast it all upon you. And the third thing is this. Verse 8 says this way. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk up about seeking whomever he may devour. He ain't going to never stop. Y'all must understand that in this time of our living, he's not locked away permanently yet. He's still got the freedom to come to the earth and go up to glory because that's how he's accusing you before God. Don't forget the Job story. Read the Job story. Amen. So don't think that he's locked away. No, he's moving. And guess what? Just like what we're seeing politically, he solicited an army of fallen angels that's dispatched to mess with your mind, mess with your money, mess with your family, mess with your job, mess with your life. Why? To get you off the focus to see that and tell you God don't care about you. God don't care about your health. Look at you now. You in pain. Look at you now. You aching. Look at you now. You on your way to the hospital. Look at you now. You got 25 pill bottles in your cabinet. God don't care about you. If he did, why you so sick? No, the devil is a liar. These sicknesses oftentimes are not unto death. There's things that God has allowed to increase your faith. Amen. So I'm going to get to verse 9 and I'm almost done and we'll close off the podcast this morning. But when you be sober, be vigilant. What does that mean? In my own paraphrase and translation, that means to keep your eyes open at all times. I've told you through the years that everybody said that they're your friend may not be your friend. Some of them folks that you keep giving a ride, they're not there because they're your best friend. They're there to utilize the vehicle that they ain't gave you a dollar to put no gas in to get to their point A to point B to point C to point D. And amen. But you tell them you can't and watch the attitude shift. Watch this, when the gifts slow down, when the gifts stop, watch them suckers fade off. With an attitude though. But guess what? Don't worry about them. They never intended to bless you anyway. They was only there to use you, to get from you. 
But I'm going to tell you somebody who will never use you, who will never abuse you, who will never forsake you, who will make sure you get fed, who will make sure that you can meet your obligations, who will make sure that he'll make a way where there is no way, who will make way that amen when the devil says no, God says yes. When the numbers say you don't have the credit score to acquire what the world will give you, God said the devil is a liar and you get it and you can maintain it in the name of the Lord. The last verse I want to hit on and I'll close is this, verse number nine. He says, who resists that fast in the faith? So here, let me repeat it. First thing, humble yourself. Second thing, cast all your cares. The third thing, be sober, be diligent, keep your eyes open. And the last part, resist the devil in faith. Let me tell you this, as I'm sliding by your street and I'm running trying to give you the message, you can't resist the devil in your own human strength. You can't block the demonic attacks on you in your own analytical human mind. You've got to allow the spiritual shield. Remember the Roman soldier armory? You remember how we preached that? The whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, having your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. You've got to have our, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I'll close this morning by saying this, but the God of all grace who have called us into his eternal glory, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever. Amen. I close this morning by saying God still cares. I let you know that no matter where you are, God is. I've told the church through the years of my ministry, there is not a spot where God is not. Wherever you are, God is. He's the creator of all things. If you are a Bible believer, if you're able and you can study the scriptures in accordance to 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, to rightly divide the word of truth. How do you rightly divide it? You will divide it by walking it out. Amen. You walk it in such a way that your faith has to build up. Every time you feel like you've got knocked down, and you may have gotten knocked down, but you got to do what Donnie McClurkin said in the song. You get back up again. You keep fighting. The Bible says that the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but he who endures to the end. What am I trying to tell you? When God's allowing things to come in your life, when he's allowing the storms of life, the billows of hell, amen, the demonic attacks to come up against you. He ain't trying to let them destroy you. He's letting you know that those people ain't your friend. Those people are influenced by the enemy. They'll get you off focus. They'll get your grid coordinates off. They'll get you to the point where you'll stop seeing God and you'll keep seeing them. They'll get you to the point where you're so frustrated that you forget to pray. You've got to be careful. They'll get you so messed up in your mind, you'll begin to lose all hope and before you know it, there you go slipping into mild depression. You've got to be careful. When we lose loved ones, I hate it that the pandemic has come. I hate it that folk can't go and bless those loved ones that have left this earth. But let me drop this in your spirit. If they were in the Lord, the Bible says that the angels rejoice when God's children come on home. The message for those that are you that are still upright and in this life, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that you can go forward. I want you to know that God is going to get you to that next level. I want you to know that God is right there. 
He's your buffer. He's your shield. He's your guide. He's your coupler. He's your buckler. He's the bridge over troubled water. He's hungry. Amen. You hungry? He's your food. He's hungry for you. You be hungry for him. What does that mean? That he'll feed you when you need to be fed. So as the old song says, trouble may be in my way and I'm going to have to cry sometime. But after that, I'm going to get joy that the world can't give and it'll be a joy that the world can't take away. So as we get ready to conclude this podcast this Sunday morning, you got to remember that God still cares for you and trouble Amen. As the old saints would say, weeping may endure for a night, but the joy of the Lord cometh in the morning. When you remember that the joy of the Lord is my strength, you'll get a song in your heart. And I'll tell you, when you begin to sing that song, it seems like all of your troubles will be vanishing. When you sing that song, you feel like there ain't nothing you can't conquer. You look into the hills from which cometh your help, you understand that your help coming from the Lord. So let's close out in a prayer and we believe that God is there. Father, in the name of Jesus, we gonna know God that you can do it. We know that dear God, when trouble comes, we know that you can do it. We turn it over to you now. In the name of Jesus, bless everybody at this podcast. Pastor Tony and family out. Be blessed to the next podcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah.